This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, it's going to take at least a little more than 50 cents on the dollar to maybe get something done with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. But then again, when you have no leverage, that's where Bill Belichick just starts snickering and waiting and thinking, oh, yeah, I got a little advantage here. But... Fourier, let's talk about DeAndre Hopkins from this standpoint. There's no practice today. There's going to be team building. We kind of get the sense that it'll be this afternoon that Hopkins will get here or whenever. He might be here right now. Who 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 knows? How do you pitch this guy? Well, um, are we taking money out of the equation? Because I would say just pay him a lot of money. But let's let's because yeah. that's too easy. Look, let's take that even, out of the equation. Even if you're paying him a lot of money, there is still the you got to believe in what we're doing here. We've got to be comfortable with you. You've got to be comfortable with us. All of that. So they pick him up at the airport. Troy Brown, maybe Troy Brown. Up? Well, you know who picked me up was Nick Casario. Okay. Nick Casario, who now runs the, the Houston Texans organization. So maybe so it's a Elliot low Wolf. level. Oh, no, it's a low level guy. Well, so well, it's well the, for me, it was. No, it was. I was, was going to say, there's a superstar we're dealing with. Probably now. may have to be Bill himself. Maybe it's Bill O'Brien. It's, it's not just some guy. Is not it some a runner. contingent? I would say like it, Elliot it, it could Wolf be. Why wouldn't it be Troy Brown? Troy Brown, Elliot Wolf. I'm the, I'm, right. I'm the wide receivers coach. I, I'm a red jacket guy. I know what it's like. I've been here before. I pick you up. Troy, I would like to think Troy Brown would have credibility with other players. Yeah. Hey, man, you played for, what was it, 12-year career? Yeah. It's like you. A lot of guys are like, damn, you, you make it that long. A couple of guys something. that need to be involved in the situation, the offensive coordinator, the wide receivers coach, uh, the GM, or whoever's in charge of the money, and Bill. All right, that's it. So those those guys. Let's just say you're. Uh, well, first of all, well, first of all, are you flying D Hop in on the private plane? Yeah, you're so not coming all the way to Boston to pick him up. You're going to pick him up in Norwood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So gonna, that would there's be, a great little Greek restaurant right there, Tassos, I think it's called. It so is, you go there. Bill's been there before. He says, get the grilled chicken, get the, you know, get all the, get the pita. It's really good. They have lots of the desserts there. So you pick him up and it's lunch or you go right to the stadium? You probably go right to the stadium. It's what, 15 minute ride, maybe. Okay. Um, I would say that, that is interesting. So how do I, I don't know if you. You got the whole group waiting at the door? God, is it one of those things where it's like everybody's in, is it like, is it a real hardcore pitch where the entire offense is in one big meeting room and everybody's coming in saying hello to you, saying what great guy you are? Hey, we'd love to have you. Is it a hardcore, all 
craft comes down. Like, because if, if you don't need you think this that's guy, that's a separate meeting. Don't you build that up instead of having RKK come down? Like you're there for a little bit, and then it's like, hey, let's go meet Mr. Kraft, and you go into his big opulent office you and see all these uh, DeAndre. We've, I've loved you from afar. He's got to be. I should have. I should have added him. He's definitely. He's not the closer. But he's, he's actually he's a sign of how important and how successful the organization is. Okay. So this is where we're going to start to bleed into stupid questions only for Foyer. Uh, number one. Oh, so first, first one. No, no, no. But this are one, we bleeding no, or is this one of the stupid questions? It, it, no, it, it all ties together. So right, we're we're kind of having a stupid discussion all uh, the way around. I give right? you stupid answers. Um, how often are owners a part of these free agent visits? Like, does Christian Fourier get to meet the owner on a free agent visit? Or is it guys like DeAndre Hopkins who get to, hey, let's go up to Mr. Kraft's office and sit with him for 30 minutes or whatever? Uh, the answer is never. Never, ever been involved with an owner. Never you been have involved. not. But I've never. But other but, players have, though, uh, right? Maybe. We're talking like the, you know, the 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 guys to sign first. The big, the Judons of the world. The guys who sign the, re- the guys that sign right away, big money guys, I got to have to have the – the owner has to co-sign on this. The owner probably wants to meet you because this is where my money's going. So I kind of want to say – at least say hello. But even then – Because I have a hard time thinking the Glazers didn't meet Tom Brady before he signed in well, Tampa. Well, that's my you know point. I mean? So, like, guys like that, those types of guys, the high – those that's elite, elite type stuff. And that's Hopkins, too. I would a say Hall that, Famer. And I would also say that Kraft is a massive asset for them. How? He's, you know, um, credible. He's successful. He's um, he knows a lot of people. He runs in very big, important, you know, circles. He's got a lot of leather bound books. He's <laughs> he's a guy about town. This guy, he rolls in. He's at the events. I tell you, he does them. I know people rip him for like going to all these events, but that's FaceTime that the league is getting. I don't know how many guys in a lineup. Guys on like give the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, that's probably an easy guy to understand who because he's got a distinct look to him. But most guys, they would have no idea who the who the owner is. They don't run into him. They don't see him. Kraft is always on TV. He's always involved in something. Jeff people Saturday's know, hugging him after they did yeah, a collective bargaining. No, out of like okay, so the most popular, recognizable owners top three are, I would say Jerry Jones. Robert Kraft, and Dan Snyder for the wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons, yeah. Those three guys. Um, John Mara is probably another one because he's in New York. I know, but like maybe even then. It's, maybe it's Clark not, Hunt because Kansas City played well, right? I know, but even those guys are not like, they're not just, they're not everywhere. They don't go to the Grammys. They don't go to the, you know, the Met. They don't go on Good Morning America. They they don't, they're not on all these different shows. Like those guys, the Jerry Joneses of the world and yeah. Robert Kraft, they're at everything. Like their face is all over the place. So not that it'll be the be all end all, but hell, if I'm DeAndre Hopkins, I'm like, so look up right now. Kraft, Patrick uh, Kraft was just on TV, just on TV for what? Oh, probably for there's what? a DeAndre Hopkins discussion going on. But let me ask you this: um, Bill Belichick is the one that I would think spends the most time with Hopkins, right? Man, this one is interesting because you usually, most free agent tours, it's like a legit recruiting tour. You see this, and you walk over here. Then you see the training room. 
You go to the field. Then you meet with your position coach. So it's like weight room, locker room, training yeah, room, you just field, see, facility. It it's, like you're, it's like you're thinking about buying the okay. house. Let me see. Well, how, how, uh, how, when was the roof put in? You know, you're buying a car. Uh, are the brakes good? You know, so you're looking at everything. And then sometimes like they put you in a room with uh, your, and then they go over plays. You talk about the offense that they run. They talk about what we're kind of doing. It's like practice. The, thing, the questions that everyone used to have, like, what's your camp like? Are you going to kill me? Uh, what's your during the year like? How often are we in pads? It's just that doesn't exist anymore because it doesn't matter. If you're Hopkins, do you have to bring up how you're going to practice to Bill Belichick the way you did yes. 21 years ago? Yes, because I'm sure Bill O'Brien has already said, "Listen, this is the way this guy is. He's this is one of the issues I have. It's a real thing. You got to talk to him about it." Is Bill O'Brien a sneaky asset in a situation like this because of the quote unquote product knowledge he has with the player? Yeah. I think that conversation is like, listen, man, we need you. Uh, we're going to do this. We're going to feature you because I am. I am serving his ego. I am. I am just putting it on a platter for him. What level of bullcrap do you expect as a player? Like, could Hopkins sniff it out and be like, Nah, they were laying it yeah. on too thick. No, but no, but I would say, listen, hey, uh, no. Because he he believes he's worthy of it. He wants to hear that, and he so, believes. Oh, I got it. Listen, if you're not kissing my ass, then why should I come here? You guys don't need me. I want. I think he wants to be wanted. Okay. He wants to be desired. Love, love. Okay, and and he and he wants proof of it. Like because do I think that the the Tennessee Titans showed him a lot of love? Absolutely. Of course they did. You know, like any recruiting trip, like they give you like a welcome this, they give you whatever. It's mm-hmm. the same thing that they do in college, just at a higher level but i would say the most important conversation is probably going to be with bill belichick it's going to be with bill and i think Kraft makes an appearance like a passing through oh I, oh you're here oh i'm here all the time i just i hang out with all the fellows and we're just we're going to place right now we have a tremendous lunch here and today <laughs> is grilled salmon yeah. i made sure the food was- RK, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's what it is i love it i love it yeah don't call me Robert. Yep. I think the pitch is real easy. It's real easy. This is not a tough sell. We're a, we're an ascending program. We had massive issues. We fixed them. We uh, we feel like we have a good young quarterback. We're gonna he can throw the ball. You saw it in year one. Year two was a disaster. I mean, we are gonna feature you. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna set our office. You're the keystone, buddy. And then Bill is gonna be, and, and just talking with Bill. I don't think Bill needs to say anything. I'm going to take care of you. We're going to do this. I don't think everything with Bill is universally understood, I think, at this point in time. Do you think with a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, there is still the, wow, it's Bill Belichick, in the back of his mind in a way? Yeah. Because here's what I think, and you said it while we've been working through this, and that is DeAndre Hopkins wants to hear what he wants to hear. The whole, hey, we need you, kisses, arse, all that kind of stuff. But it does also feel like that there's a little bit of the stars in the eyes of DeAndre Hopkins when it comes to Bill Belichick of the, hey, that guy's the best ever. You know what I mean? The whole real recognizing real if we're going to go down that road. I feel like Hopkins has a very healthy respect for Bill. I think think he does too. I think he does too. I think it's like Bill, if Bill is like uh, um, praising you, and like uh, talking about you and 
you know. It's like getting a wink from the hot you, girl at the bar. You're like, wow, man, he's wow, the best that I ever does something, it. Yeah. Man, uh, this guy's going to use me right. He's going to trust me. And if Hopkins did any research on Bill, if he talked to players, all of them would say the right thing to DeAndre Nobody Hopkins. would tell him like they did you, don't yeah, go don't play go for there. that no, guy. No, they'd yeah, say, listen, he's tough, he's this, he's that, but he's fair, he's super fair, and he's a really good coach. You know, he would never hire a defensive coordinator to run his offense. And, you know, I well, there's that. Uh, but there, there's also the, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins dealt with Bill O'Brien, but then he also dealt with Cliff Kingsbury. And I wonder how long DeAndre Hopkins needs to be in the presence of Bill Belichick to realize, oh, my God, Kingsbury didn't have a clue type thing. Day one. It's really that quick. Day one. Absolutely. And, and it, it happened it works, that quick for you, too, and, right? And, well, it happened like that with me with Joe Gibbs. But oh, the, but but the, the other way. So I, was like, was, I was expecting this high level of intellect and this really keen knowledge of how things work. And day one, I was like, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And it, it, I was right. It just got worse the farther we got into the season. And Bill, instantly, I was like, wow, this guy's really good. This guy's really, really good. He just, everything makes sense. There's no question marks at the end of his sentences. He's not just putting up film and playing music just because he thinks it means something. Like, there's a method to everything, which older players really appreciate. Because I, I, they, I am talking myself into this like it's already happened. Oh, uh, So, let me ask I am you. I am 100% I, on board. I have two stupid questions that I have to ask relative to the whole recruiting trip or going on these free agent visits, right? Did your wife go with you? Did you did did you go solo to these or did always your, solo? Always solo. No, always solo. Were there guys who would bring their wives or once? again? Maybe maybe the the higher end guys like Got hey, it. we're gonna give you a hundred million dollars. But even then, I think most guys go it alone or with their agent. Okay, that's what, that was gonna be one of my other ones. Is do the agent go or are you talking to the agent while you're on the sometimes business? most most of the times it's literally just a player. But again. Like the higher profile guys, they have can more do of what an entourage. they want. Right, they can. Right, they can bring. Like if you're recruiting Patrick Mahomes in eight years, you know that there's going to be a commenta. Make sure you got the plane with uh, eight seats because there's more people coming. Uh, and then there was this one. You have mentioned that when you went on your recruiting trip to or your free agent trip to Washington, you flew down private, yeah. and then they flew you back commercial. Was that plane stocked? With what? Well, uh, people, not hookers and cocaine, but no, like food, drink, no. whatever. Puddle jumper. Okay. Crappy seat. Sat at the window seat. Had a crappy seat. They literally said, oh, now we got him. Send him back to cheap way. Okay. But if DeAndre Hopkins, who we assume is either still living in Arizona or has his place in Houston that he would be coming from, much longer flight, does aircraft kind of load that thing up with some of his favorites or something like that? Or is he getting on a plane where it's just, hey, I hope you brought a bottle of water, strap in, sit down, you'll be there in an hour and a half, or in two and a half hours? I think it's a fruit plate, maybe some, you know, finger foods. When you find out what maybe the guy some really likes, you know what I mean? I'm just wondering if there would be. But I know, but do, okay, so that is the old way of college recruiting where let's find out about what this guy's favorite dessert is and just act like yeah, yeah. it's just magically, wow, these guys get me. So you don't have yep. money to give them. So you're 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 feeding their ego. You're giving them something that feels like home, even they're in the middle of the desert. Jedi mind tricks. Yeah. So you're like, wow, 
No, so that's they don't need to do that with this guy. They don't need to do this with any of these guys. It's money based. It's based on salary and, and income and and that's it. So if if you have if now we know that the dollar amount is this, I guarantee he's going to New England over Tennessee. Vrabel's a great coach and we love him and all, but th- you think New Bill England- Bill would have a better pitch than Mike Vrabel? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think Bill O'Brien now seems to be, based on reports, like an asset now. Like, he's no more a detriment to signing him. Right. He's actually one of the reasons why he would sign. Uh, yeah. There's the, hey, there's no animus. They could work together. Mark Daniels talked to the former assistant, or the wide receivers coach who was one of the assistants in Houston, and uh, who talks to both guys, and they're like, yeah, that'll, it'll work itself out. It'll be fine. Interesting stuff. I just think that... Uh, there's this whole world of free agent sort of trips that people would love to know about, and you kind of pulled back the curtain a little bit. And it is good to know, even in the NFL, there's still classism. Oh, like, yeah. The high-end guys, you know they're going to get their boots licked and treated a certain way. And if you're a good player but not a great player, you'll be treated well but not like a, yeah. a superstar. A lot, of, a lot of the ending, a lot of these conversations with the position coach and the offensive quarter will end with, well, obviously – you know, hopefully we can sort something out money wise. They'll all end with some version of, ah, you know, I know, I know there's a lot of questions out there about money, and but you know, I'm sure we'll get that sorted out. But we want you, we need you. It's going to be not want, it's going to be need based. We need you on this team. They got to appeal to the sensibilities we need of you. You're you're make us better. Here. You'll be the best offensive weapon on the team as soon as you walk into the facility. 